You are now listening to the Uncool Urban Podcast. Okay, this is episode eight of the Uncool Urban Podcast. And as always, it's your boy Shy from Oak Cliff, Texas. And with me is Smiles. Go ahead, do your AKAs, man. You already know what it is. Your boy Josh, a.k.a. Smiles, a.k.a. the hip-hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. T-shirt Tom Brady, a.k.a. Ladies Love Josh, a.k.a. the meme maestro, a.k.a. I have so many a.k.a.s. Uh, go ahead, do my a.k.a.s. You know I don't like doing my own. Because you oh. have so much, so much energy. Oh, they already know what it is. This is your boy, Shad Miller, a.k.a. Shostradamus, a.k.a. Shad Diddy, a.k.a. I'm from Old Cliff, mother. Yay! Okay. And someone is returned from a long journey. Yeah, back from Germany. Yes, sir. It was cold out there, man. It was cold. Papa was so Tim cold. said it was so cold. I only got one AKA this episode. What AKA I got pulled over. Golly. Dang, man. Yo. Minding this business on this pilgrimage for um, enlightenment and liberation. Yeah. That was all. That was it, man. Well, I didn't go to jail, so I mean, that was a good thing. That's always Again, because he's liberating and enlightenment. Yeah. <laughs> so let him know. He said, hey, it was kind I'm of the one too. not to take. Yeah, because like, by the time it was all over, we was all laughing and shaking hands together. And y'all know my car is messed up, so what I have to do to change the gears, yeah. I had told them about it because I couldn't put my car in the park when they pulled me over. <laughs> and so, yeah, they didn't believe me. It, it turned into a whole thing. We was all laughing by the time we left, so, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Tim got him again. He put him, he put him on the happy train. I like That's that. Right. <laughs> Good vibrations. Good he was vibrations. Like, I, I, I'm still going to give you this ticket, but I feel, I feel you, brother. I feel you, brother, but I'm still going to give you this ticket. Yeah, yeah. But tell me about your other development, man. What other de- Oh, yeah. I am a Reiki level one practitioner now. So that does not mean that I'm I'm going to heal people. That means I'm learning the way of energy. Just throwing that out there. But, yeah, if you need some advice or want to talk, hit me up. Or hit Josh up and Josh will hit me up. We're going to do that. We're going to go the Josh route. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so he taking <laughs> my shot. Yeah. <laughs> he taking my stuff. Yo, if you have any inquiries for me or Tim, you talk to Josh. And it's not that I don't want to talk to you. It really is. I'm just horrible about messaging people. I really am. That's just going to own that. And plus, he don't do social media. So he, you might send him like, man, I sent him a message a month ago. He'll be like, man, that's I ain't been on in about six months. That's why. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That too. Um, that's, that's very true. I'm not bad at communicating. I just don't want to talk to you. There you go. <laughs> he said, just I, just, I just don't feel like it. <laughs> I look at the message like, didn't I say to talk to Josh? But anyway, mm-hmm. so episode seven, it was just me and the lad smiles here. Team Hufflepuff in the building. Team Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. in the building. We talked about a few things. I honestly don't remember because, um, <laughs> you know, you you slept know I've had a long then. week. I've had a long week since then. Yeah. A lot of uh, reminiscing and crying, yeah. You know, Dirk Nowitzki is is officially no longer an active member of the Dallas Mavericks. That's sad, man. And I am sad. (laughs) (laughs) Devastated is more of the word. Understandable. So I know we talked about, like, shows. We're happy for one show coming back. Well, a few of us in this room, Game of Thrones is tonight. Yeah. But it will be, um, what is today's date, the 14th? Yeah. So the 14th, when you hear this, it will be like after the show is premiered. So 
Anybody oh. excited? Oh, yeah. So if anybody who's going to be there tonight, I am having a little get-together. Uh, game Night of Thrones. Show up next Sunday for the That's second saying, like, episode. <laughs> so by, by the time you hear this, um, we've already had it. it. It was amazing. It was a great night. You know? We ain't even had it yet, but he already knows it's going to be amazing. Because yeah. when the vibes are there... It's just there, you know. It's just there. So if you if you're gonna be there in the Dallas area, you know, shout out to you for coming through. I thank you. I appreciate it. You know, game Night of Thrones. We're gonna have uh, some Uno. We're gonna have. Um... <laughs> I knew you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, oh, on. What? No, we gotta let him know. Josh, put you over there forgetting. On was, the show, was, we was, have was, the timer. It was, it was gonna be my first time on the timer, and I totally forgot to start. And it. <laughs> I wanted him to start the timer. That's all I wanted. It's all right. Please uh, start the timer. And that's no, all no, I want. No. It's all good. The people love hearing us speak anyway. And we thank y'all. Yeah. yeah. It's been what? Huh? You're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Bri in the background. She's here as always. So we're just going to give her a quick shout out. She so just said you're her. good, but she did not give me a time. So basically, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Has it been 15 minutes? No. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been 15 not. minutes, guys. <laughs> just saying. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Game Out of Thrones, Uno, um, we got uh, Game of Things. If anyone's played Game of Things, it's a great, funny game. Um, uh, but I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry for that. But do we get the Game of Thrones Oreos? I was actually going to go to Walmart and try to pick those up. Yes. Because uh, somebody uh, Facebooked me uh, who's going to try to come. She was like, make sure y'all pick these up. I was like, oh, snaps. She was like, yeah. I'm like, where, did, where is this at? She was like, go they to have Walmart. Game of Thrones Oreos? Yes. I haven't even watched Game of Thrones. Like, that's new to me. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it's it, a big it's, deal. It's, it's especially made just for. for I guess. Uh, it's a big deal, I guess. Like, okay. Yeah, like I saw on the news the other day. Uh, so a class in Germany, a, a group of students in Germany, created an algorithm to try to predict who's going to die this season on the, sh- on the show, too. Wow. That's when I was like, this show is really serious. You got people creating algorithms. <laughs> the only thing I do know about the show is that this episode is going past where the books were, right? Yeah. So, like, the books have already stopped, and this is just a continuation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because all the last season and this season are completely off book. <laughs> Okay, damn, that's what's up, yeah. Yeah, because the, the creator, uh, he already said that um, the books are going to come out after the show. So I'm like, that's going to be interesting just to see what changes and differences that he has in his book. Versus the show, yeah. Yeah, so I'm intrigued. Can't wait. Game of Thrones tonight. Shout out to my girl, Arya. She's the best. Uh, interesting. Young I wish killer. I, who that was. <laughs> <laughs> I, call, I, call, I call her the young killer because she's like, Probably like twelve or fourteen years old, and probably the toughest one. <laughs> oh damn! Okay, <laughs> that'd probably be my OG right there. Yeah. Now I like the dude, the short dude that drink a lot. Oh Tyrion, yeah, yeah. that's that's also my dude too. Yeah. yeah, I like Tyrion. I watched, I did watch this one thing. This is like the only thing on Game of Thrones that I've ever watched. It was a, um, it was a. They wanted to determine how drunk Tyrion is, like when they see him drinking on shot, and they say that his blood alcohol will be like thirty times the limit, the legal limit in the United States now. Just whenever you see him drinking on the show, God, yeah, yeah, because he, he does drink a lot. Okay, but that's like the only fact I have for y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you came with something. There you go. See, there you go. It's all that matters. So, y'all ready to pay that six ninety nine at Disney? Oh, no. 
<laughs> you don't want that Disney Plus? You was like, nah. I'll watch Little Mermaid the old way on VHS. Piratesbay.org. Yeah. <laughs> real ones know who real ones know. He said, he said, he's like, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Real ones sitting there right now, like, yep, I got like 300 movies out there. That yeah. reminds me of uh, one of the little podcasts I listened to uh, for all nerds, the host. Uh, ben Hamin, he always be like talking about some stuff. They were like, "Oh yeah, it's on this streaming show." He's like, "But he was like, if you know, you know, you can watch it, in, you know, in other type of ways." He was like, "I ain't saying if they're legal or not illegal, but he was like, if you know, you know." There are other ways. <laughs> there are other ways. And he was talking about how because he's a writer uh, out in Hollywood. He was like, and this comes from someone who's also a creator. So he was like, because uh, y'all know like the Patreon or whatever stuff. Yeah. He was saying, "Yeah, people be uh, sharing their Patreons." He was like, "I don't care." He was like, "Cause." Either way, I still got the original purchase payment. He was like, I don't care if you share share your Patreon passcode or whatever. He was like, I don't care because I still got the original purchase money. There you go. <laughs> it don't matter. He was like, I don't care. I got your money. Either way, he was like, <laughs> he's like all these other shows like CBS because me and Shot talked about CBS. Mm-hmm. We talked about CBS. Uh, and they were like, yeah, I love watching uh, uh, the little Star Trek. He was like, but I don't pay CBS to watch Star Trek. <laughs> he was like, if you know, you know. There you go. <laughs> And what's crazy to me about it is I've been out of the country twice now. So in Japan and in Germany on Netflix, everything that we paying, you know, for the all access on the TV show networks, it's on Netflix out there on everywhere else in the world. And that's just crazy to me because they're paying the flat rate fee to get everything that we're paying, you know, multiple services for. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But did you did y'all hear the details about the Disney Plus streaming service? Uh no, all I know is it's six ninety nine. Oh well, I'll break it down for y'all. All right, Thanks. let's do it. All right, so basically they say it's going to be a competitor to Netflix. You know, the the big bad of all the streaming services. So that's why they took Goofy movie off. Yep. One so of all of the Disney movies are now off of uh, well, Netflix now. It's, yeah, at least they'll all be off by the time um, the services go up. Because basically it's gonna it's gonna launch on November twelfth. Okay. Um, it says. Uh, they're releasing it around that time because it's going to piggyback off all the marketing of the big budget films that they have that year because Frozen Frozen 2 comes out uh, November 22nd and the new Star Wars movie comes out December 20th. The so, Rise of Skywalker. Can't wait. Did I ever tell you I've never seen, I've only seen one Star Wars movie, the one with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Don't feel bad. But this, this, this is why I was actually excited for the, Di- for the Disney surface because all the movies are going to be up there day one. So I was like, yo, I can finally watch all the Star Wars movies. And I'm so disappointed that the only one you've ever watched is episode one. And that's what everyone tells me. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I'm going to tell you this. I think Jar Jar Binks is going to be the master bad guy at the end of it all. <laughs> He's going to be like, wait a minute. Uh, so He's going to pull out a gun on everybody. And did, you, did y'all ever hear about... The guy, there was a black guy that played Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Like, and afterwards, he like suffered from depression and stuff because so many people hated on his character and like blamed him for like it being a trash movie that he suffered from depression afterwards. Yeah, I remember that. Because people were like threatening. It had stuff. nothing to do with how poorly they wrote young Anakin Skywalker <laughs> and the fact that they got a person that had no emotional range play Anakin Skywalker. Lloyd had no expression on his face. It's, he he I'm like it wow. like he was born in the dark side just exactly he was like depressed from day one it was so sad but, but yeah. he's sitting there like who's Anakin 
<laughs> oh no! The dude I, I, with I, the bowl cut, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, I, I know he grows up to be Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, okay, that's all. <laughs> Josh, no. That's all. That's all I know. <laughs> and then, and he's just Luke. I am your father. No. <laughs> and that he like ends up like like Luke ends up liking his sister, who's like Princess Leia or something nah, like that. Or something. That's not what happened. Right. They do kiss in the movie before they find out that they're brother and sister, but she only kisses Luke to make Han. Who's her future husband? Jealous. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know any of that. Yeah. But it's, hey, on that Disney Plus service, I will be finding out ben, all Ben's that. watching. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I, was, I told everybody, I was like, that is one streaming service I am going to pay for because I literally want to watch all those movies. Like, unless they're bringing back the Netflix Marvel shows, I have no interest in going over to Disney Plus. Which man. I'm just they, being honest. They plan on doing that, but they have a, a two-year embargo with Netflix, so none of those characters can be on this stuff. Within the first two years, but they also have some new shows that are going to be. They have WandaVision, which is going to be uh, with um, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, and um, what's the android's name? The um, Vision. Vision. Yeah, yeah. WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like the one that you just said. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's going to be. A, they, they're going to have a show, but that's going to be in the second year of the streaming services. They're going to have uh, one about. Falcon and Winter Soldier called Falcon and Winter Soldier with following like their exploits uh together post in game. Uh So gonna, I guess it's safe to say that these characters don't die in end game. That's that's basically what they're just trying to say, like, hey, somehow, some way, you know, you're gonna see them again. <laughs> I think it's all a you know, a ploy to distract this, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, and then it's, they're gonna have a another one called Avengers What If basically saying what if Captain America didn't become Captain America and, and uh, him and old girl uh, Peggy got together and that their daughter ended up somehow becoming Captain America, which was the one he liked in the movie that was like the ancestor. I, it's kind of weird, but... <laughs> yeah, that just sounds... Nah. See, I couldn't pay to watch that, though. Like, I just couldn't... I, I... I know you did say you're like kind of getting tired, tired of all the superhero stuff. Yep. I'm just like, mm. it's like a, my inquiring mind just wants to see. It. <laughs> it's just a, um, the format to me. It's like cut, copy, print, and they just put out a movie. And it's like, all right, I've been watching these for like the last ten years. I want something else now. You know what it is. Mm -hmm. It's about this. Yeah, it's all about money. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, smile. Go ahead and uh, take us out real quick. So speaking of like the Disney service and ESPN and all that. My man Flam Fever, he has a song called Sports Center. You know, balling like he watch like he watching Sports Center. So he just released a remix to the track featuring a whole bunch of Dayton artists. So shout out to Dayton, Ohio. He he got all the a lot of artists together for the remix to the, his new track Sports Center. So check it out. It's Flam Fever featuring like ten artists <laughs> on the Sports Center remix coming up now. On the highway, watching out for state troopers, riding with a Ray Yellen O'Head, but he a shooter. Sports Center top ten, balling like a hooper. You are not a top ten. You a fucking sports blooper. Last night. Came with the crew, left with a bartender One more shot, bet I hit the game winner Still doing numbers, got the scoreboard spinning last night Mowed out, should've made sports center Came with the crew, left with a bartender One more shot, bet I hit the game winner Still doing numbers, got the scoreboard spinning last night Hey, I'ma need a towel 
style in the Gatorade I've been ballin' super skank, came to say today Top plays of the week, dumped a whole 50 Cookie OG in the glue, I got some moles with me Shut the pussy down, put the D on her Captain of the squad, and I'm the team owner F&N named Susie, got a beam on her Make you disappear if I ever squeeze on her I've been throwing game, better catch it I don't know her name, but she naked Every time we leave the club, our section messy And every time I meet a plug, he always bless me Last night I fucked around and got a triple-double Spent it all at the mall and made a bigger puddle Dripping sauce like a boss everywhere we play If he hating on you, player, call him Steven A On the highway, watching out for state troopers Riding with a Ray yelling, oh here, but he a shooter Sports center, top 10, balling like a hooper You are not a top 10, you a fucking sports blooper Iceman, German, ain't no other nigga Coda Dunking all you niggas like I put you on a poster Vets on my team still working with the soda Make the playoff the white, Kevin Love, Kyle Korver I'm giving your bitch the D every time she wanna score She all on the balls like she trying to scoop up all the boards LeBron, when I'm with your chick, pin her to the backboard Big stat, sports center, you can check the scoreboard Blocking ass niggas, I ain't fucking with you Urkels The triangle office, keep your squares out the circle Spraying with the money, cause the jumpers that nice My highlights are bring Stewart Scott back to life Last night, balled out, I should've made Sports center, Benny Hanna taste buzz. Baby, what you want for dinner? I just took a nigga broad. Damn, I'm feeling like a winner. How you pull up in the lamb in the middle of the winter? I don't know what are those, baby. I don't even wear these. I'm in Dolce and Cabana, not no Levy's. I don't know a Reggie, but I know a OG in the Ohio Valley smoking on good cheese. in the lamb cruising, rolling up some backwoods. Who gon' argue by the bitch? I wish a nigga would. I keep it kosher, play my part like a nigga. With a bartender One more shot Bet I hit the game winner game. Still doing numbers Got the scoreboard spinning Last night I mixed the purple With the ace Call her Magic Johnson I left the party With a freak She had an apple bottom Plus I had a thotty On my line Who looked like Janis Joplin She act like she ain't wanna fuck I left her at McDonald's Loud pack Crowd pack Time to set this bitch off Shining on my rivals They have been plotting Since we tipped off Numbers like I'm Ivo Play with Sleeko You gon' get crossed Hating for no reason Couldn't help it It was Impulse. Plus I had that bag on me, that pack on me, that yak on me, that strap on me I'm suited up and I'm in the game, but don't play around, that's facts on My life is entertainment, you wonder why they treat me like I'm rich and famous I'm in the VIP, spilling liquor, smoking wax like I'm Danny LaRusso Dunking bitches on the sofa, Giannis Antetokounmpo Gave the bartender a tip and took a shot for my mother Left with a triple-double, pass a nigga bitch to my brother Top Let's get 10 plays, should've made sports center Her mama was a ghost, so she got horse in her Star Wars bars, guess a nigga force hit her Stockton and Malone, how a nigga go give her Petite little freak, yeah she Greek, she from Nice On my Eddie Jones, damn they dumped her from the three Both on my ball, so we jumped all three Contract max, but I got it for the free Throwback jazz, got a pistol in his pee Bitch, I'm too official, you can't whistle blow at me Bitch, I'm coming down the key And a nigga jump in Snatch a bitch on the humble like Duncan Smoking on that perp, bitch darker than dirks. We can shot for shot, or we.
my dick. Guess I'm quit Last night balled out, should've made Sports Center. Yeah. D block in the post, I should be the fourth member. Yeah. Finger roll like Durbin, fuck a trap out forces. My rap style corporate in the green Al Horford. Carry at the line, high percentage when I'm shooting. Far as drip, I provide the image and the blueprint. Yeah. Bottles in the VIP, turning chicks to Grim Reapers. Oh. Snatching up souls like they spit 10 ethers. Ah. Better I keep a section full of Betty Bombshells. Ah. My team running through them holes, Le'Veon Bells. Yeah. Better lights out like an Iron Mike bout. Put the wood on them, knock them out the park. Mike Trout, I done made Hank famous, and I gotta thank Avis. I got it on the road, it was hitting like Tank Davis. I go ape shit like Harambe, jumping like Wange. Jordan with the bars, and I ain't talking about DeAndre. Came with the crew, left with a bartender. One more shot, bet I hit the game winner. Still doing numbers, got the scoreboard spinning last night, bro. Should've made Sports Center. Came with the crew, left with a bartender. One more shot, bet I hit the game winner. Still doing numbers, got the scoreboard spinning. Put me in the game, coach. I conquered everything I ever aimed for. So if I tell you I'ma get it, I won't stop until it's finished. What competition? These bitches still on the benches. Ground before you shine, but I've been shining all my life. Baller alert, winning every single night. Graham on my jersey since the 90s, damn shame These bitches wanna fuck me off my last name Your nigga wanna work me for the come up I get the nut up, then I'm gone before the sun up Ballin' like Maya Moore, bitches Lyra Galore Caught a ref, it's a tech, kissin' on my neck Give me sex, give me checks, then on to the next Ain't gotta flex, I'm the best, break the internet No time for water breaks, we on them bill plans Hey, I'm Kobe with the fro, Jordan with the ball spot, Peyton with the coats, Mike Tyson with the flat top. I get it started, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. It's 30 seconds left, I'm Reggie Miller at the garden. I'm a walking motion picture, my nigga. You just B roll, I'm 82 Marino, you Timmy Tebow. I'm Roy Jones for the rap song, y'all know we winning like Tiger for his wife, he put the paws on him. I'm in the mall walking tall, trying to fight the feeling. I be coming out the pocket like I'm Russell Wilson. I'm Vinny the microwave with the spot up three. Joe Dumars in the kitchen with the lock up D. You probably in your own career trying to lock up me. Started ever since I started, I ain't played JV. Seen them all come and go, I ain't RG3. Sports Center remix, shout EQ on the beat. <laughs> but you know a lot of things have happened um definitely one of them the reason i keep saying um because it's really really a sad thing um i forgot how to say his name usually yeah. that's your mm-hmm. job to get the names down well yeah we'll, we'll start off <laughs> for by now because it's been like two weeks because it actually happened the same day that we recorded yeah. uh, episode seven once we left yeah um a couple hours later after we we left we found out that Ermayash Ashkadon, aka Nipsey Hussle, 
he pa- he passed away um, outside his uh, marathon clothing store out in California. So everybody know that we're all fans of Nipsey Hussle, great rapper, released his debut album Victory Lap last year. He was with uh, Lauren London. Uh, basically, he was just. It's just, it was a sad thing because I know for like the first week I played nothing but Nipsey Hustle stuff. I was sad. How did y'all feel about it? I know for a fact, just to reference the show, that was literally one of the um, albums we talked about in the first episode. Yeah. Like it was one of the best albums of last year. And I think even when we were going to the gym, I played like at least one song from it, like each time we went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was deeply hurt by this one because I had been a fan for about. I didn't realize that I'd been a fan for 10 years until I looked back at some of the songs that I really, really liked and realized they were like 10 years old. I was like, golly, this man had like a long like resume. So yeah, I was really devastated by that. But I'm gonna let Tim talk about the legacy of the man, not just the artist. Man, yeah. dude, that hurt me, man. When I found that out, I remember it was like maybe 1, 2 a.m. in Germany when you sent the message and I didn't look at it first because I was trying to go to sleep but then uh, somebody else uh, they called me and they told me that he died because they know if you friends with me on Facebook you see that I usually post a lot of stuff and some of the stuff would come from Nipsey Hussle but that was just a very good dude and he was just so grounded in being a positive conduit for people that and this is really, 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 really going to suck to say, but the level of awareness that we have now would not have been possible if he did not pass. Just because of how positive he was, just to have that positivity taken and everybody noticed to this degree. Mm-hmm. The marathon continues regardless of if he's here or not. I just hope that we can all come together to protect our own, especially the ones that are trying to affect change because... You don't get too many people like Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. You don't. I mean, this dude was into cryptocurrency. You know, he was a um, rapper. He owned a clothing store. He used to be a gang banger. He still was a gang member. But there's a big difference between being a part of the gang and being a banger, the person on the front lines. And, you know, he was actively out there trying to unite the Crips and the Bloods in L.A. He had a meeting with the... LAPD department, mm-hmm. the police department out there, um, the day after he was murdered. Yeah. So it's just losing a good brother all around. And yeah, I cried when I found out because not only was I a fan, I had a huge amount of respect for what he stood for and what he was trying to accomplish. And like I said, the people who were able to know him while he was alive and to receive his message, it's on us now to keep it going. And yeah, like his le- his legacy will definitely live forever. I like that. That's well said. Um, so Tim said where he was when he found out. I was having like an early dinner with my family when I found out, and my cousin who I put on the nip, she was like, he he got shot. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, he got shot. Then all of a sudden, after dinner, we found out he died. It was crazy. So she's sitting up there, she's emotional. I'm sitting up there like, why? Why? Like, what happened? So, it, you know, just being a fan of his work and then learning about 
him as a man. But see, like for the real fans, no offense to if you just found out him, you know, after his death. You know, we already knew. Like if you get bought one of his shirts and you downloaded the app, he had like music videos or you get exclusive music from that. Mm -hmm. Or if you did buy the $100 Crenshaw mixtape, he actually threw a concert yep. for you. So the man mind was definitely on another level and he was just trying to teach us that we don't have to like be in this um, cubicle world that you can make it happen if you want. So that's one of the things I always took from him from day one of basically just not having your own thing. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you guys real fast of uh, the first time I heard a Nipsey Hustle song and I bet Josh don't even remember it, but it was from you. Oh wow! Yeah, it's from uh, Mailbox uh, Money. Uh, yeah, Mailbox Money. Yeah. yeah, it was the song uh, "Where Your Money At." Yeah, that that was the first song I heard, and now, that's later than you know "Hustle in the House," but that was the song for me that helped fuel my hustle. You know, they're like, "Man, I can go get it." Like, it put me in that mood that I'm about to make stuff happen, and. Yo, that, that level of commitment and dedication, it, dedication, that song alone, mm -hmm. it's rare. It's, it's, I'm not even going to say it's rare. You rarely have people who are dedicated to the right things. Mm -hmm. And it's a void that's, that we have now, but it's a void that's here to teach us something. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing because we can either learn and choose to go a different direction from here, or we can allow the same thing to happen. Biggie, Tupac. Nipsey Hustle, who's gonna be next in order for us to stop it? Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, for me, the the day it happened, uh, right afterwards, I went to an event where I actually saw Kayla of Wolf, Wolf Nation Studios. I saw her in the building. I went to like this little fashion show, art show type of thing to support my homie Rufus and his clothing brand, Humble Floors brand. Y'all checked it out. I was rocking it last episode, but. Uh, Rufus was actually the first person to put me on to Nipsey when I was back in college because me and him okay. went to college together at Bowling Green State University. And I know he used to listen to Nipsey all the time, so he he put me on to it. And then the fact that the game messed with Nipsey Hustle, he was kind of like the first big artist to put Nipsey on because uh, he saw Game one day, gave Game his project, was like, yo, check it out. If you don't like it, I don't care. You could throw it out like right now if you don't if you don't like it, but hey. Take take my project, listen to it, check it out. The game messed with it, you know, and then took him on the road and took him on his first tour. Yeah. But uh, basically, yeah, I've been a fan since like 2009, 2010. Yeah. I've listened to pretty majority of the projects. Like Crenshaw's one of my favorites. Mailbox Money is one of my sleep, sleeper favorites. Um, uh, the Extra Laps. Um, just. Basically, all of his projects, the Bulls Without a Name Volume 2, that's one of my favorite mixtapes from him because like, that was, like, the first one. I was like, yo, this dude is, like, I'm over nice. here smiling right now because, <laughs> yeah, those were all bangers. Yeah. We're actually dedicating this show to him by naming it after one of our favorite songs. Yeah. Keys to the City. Yep. Because, I mean, that song's a banger for anybody who hasn't listened to it. It's a really good song off mm -hmm. of, I want to say this, Crenshaw. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but basically, we, you know, we had to give, uh, give him his flowers because just seeing it since he's died, I love how so many people have had positive, like, yo, 
I've never had a negative experience with this dude. He's always happy. He's always been the same way, like, since back then, like, back in 2009, 2010, when, when I met him. Uh, some people like had individual experiences with him, and I was just like, "Yo, Nipsey Hussle was really a great dude." Like, uh, and then all these people that have come out and said that they were gonna work on music with him, like J Cole was like, "Yo, me and him just talked like two weeks prior about um, uh, about uh, how we was gonna get in the studio." Rihanna, she Instagrammed uh, a text message with her and Hitmaker that. She was going to uh, get on for Nipsey Hussle's next single. <laughs> I was like, yo, that would have blown up. And I was just just happy for the brother. So, But uh, I did want to ask you guys because it, it got me thinking about um, legacy and all that in general, especially since, you know, we want to talk about Dirk and all that. I want to, you know, you know, have a little discussion, you know, between us three fellas. There ain't nobody else in here. You know, it's just, just us three men just going to – Keep it between us, you know. Ain't nobody gonna hear it, <laughs> right? You know? I know exactly. <laughs> oh, don't forget your mama listening, Josh. <laughs> My mama too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're keeping the PC up here. Okay, but okay. Really, I just want to ask you uh, a few questions about legacy and what it means to y'all. So I don't know. We, we all gonna take turns. How do you want to be remembered? Should I start us off with that, man? Yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, I always tell y'all about the word rapport. I always want to have a good rapport with everyone. Um, just be known as a solid dude, man. Like, seriously, I'd rather people be like, yeah, Shy did something for me. But he was like, hey, I don't want you to tell anybody about it. After my journey, I want you to find out. That's how I want to be remembered. I don't want anything that I do right now to be just broadcast everywhere because at the end of the day I do it for the love I don't do it for the for accolades the I don't want that so that's definitely a way I want to be remembered I just want people to know that Shia loved everybody Shia wanted to make sure that you were good over himself because like I just told Tim earlier I'm happy when other people have I'd rather you be satisfied because that's going to bring me satisfaction because I'm going to be good regardless. I'm going to always make sure I'm in a good mind state. Because, yep. you know, Josh, you talk to me all the time. I always find something. Even if I'm just playing with Debo, I'm like, yo, I'm just chilling right now. Right. So that's so that's how I want to be remembered. I just want it like that. Yeah. That's why I had you start that off because we were just talking about it before we walked yeah. in. <laughs> um, so what about far, you, Tim? Yeah. What about you? As far as me, um, to be honest, man, I've never really given it much thought. Because if anybody knows me, I'm a bit of a wild one, and I think I'm gonna live forever. So, um, nah, don't do yourself like that. You working on it, though? I, yeah, I'm working on it yeah. most definitely. But the type of mindset that I have, my mind is always engaged in so many things. I never really sit and think about like what life will be like after I'm here. So, to be honest with you, I I couldn't even give you an honest, straight answer for it. It's like. There's so much that I want to do that revolves around elevation and unity of not only uh, black Americans, African-American people, but just people in general, because we're all one. So, yeah, I, I really couldn't I couldn't answer it. Cool. What about you, Josh? I guess for myself, I just kind of just like shot. I just want to be known for like doing things that no one really talked about because 
I remember one time in college when I got an award my uh, sophomore year in his mentor program. It was for the mentor of the year. And I remember um, our supervisor going up and saying, like, all these things. And basically he was just saying, like, yeah, this guy, he, he, he talks to everyone, even people who, who aren't even, like, his mentees. And, well, she didn't say, like, he, but she was just saying, like, this person, this. And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> and she was like, uh, he, this person doesn't even know that just like their facial expression has like meant a lot of, lot to people just from walking in the room and seeing this person just like in a good mood and they don't know just the few words that they talk to someone um, can mean a lot to me, can mean a lot to like people. And she was like, this person is Joshua Wilborn, AKA Smiles. And I was like, what? You realize yeah. you just gave yourself another AKA, <laughs> AKA right? Mentor of the year. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was just like yo, that was like the first time I really realized like the impact I've had on people's life. That I, I remember I was like I really cried. I was like yo, I did not know I've just me being me That's impacted so many people. That's so a positivity. I would love to just be remembered like that. Just like at my funeral, I want people to like party, have fun, and just talk about like yo, I remember Josh did this. I remember Josh did this. Oh uh, no, that it was. No, I want you crying for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this in my big body. old hat. <laughs> big old hat. I need my mom. That church hat. Yeah, that, I okay. need. If if I were to go before my mom, I need a big old church hat. And I'll say, Oh Lord, my baby. That's what I need. No, nah. no, no, smiling for me. I need some tears. <laughs> I better be out of my casket dancing with whatever song is being played at the funeral. That's all I know. I, I need to be partying until I'm about to be put in the ground. I can That's see. When I can get laid to rest. I can see Tim's body like getting up and dancing and it's like see because he's all spiritual and. Hey, you oh. know what else I'd have for you, dog? What's up? You already know. Oh yeah, yeah, Most definitely. <laughs> One last time, dog. <laughs> So I appreciate that too. <laughs> we all like, throw, like, all right, bro, you can go in now. <laughs> we all throw one in the casket for you. Like, hey, take this up to heaven, bro. Y'all just gave me an idea for a casket that's kind of like a bone that you put it in the ground, and they got a little entry. You can just put the the green in, and they have a little tube where the smoke come out, so you can be elevated where you being cremated. You catch my drift. Oh, that's time for another break. Yep, we're getting ready to cut out with what's the song, Josh? Testimony. Uh, yeah, my man Pat B with Testimony. So check it out. It's another dope single. He's, he's uh, straight out of Dallas. So uh, shout out to the D-Town. DFW. You know what I'm Triple saying? D. So here go Pat B with Testimony. Coming out to me, he taking me towards Calvary. Don't wanna die, but she get tragic in this galaxy. Out is police brutality, none sweet, don't need no cavity. Leaving you, but I got doubt, cause all these trials you put me through. Can't walk up, mile up in my shoes, I need you, think I'm losing you. We hitting licks, my fingers is and shit go left, I'm shooting too. Confess, but can't get through to you. Look what this system do to you. Is it a test? I'm pushing buttons, got them pressed. We're not the same, jacking shit, cause we had less. Run up a check. Southside, no for finesse, caught fraud. You got finesse, pick up a check, damn, who next? Ooh, this the way that we live. I made it to see 23, it's either kill or be killed. I know a couple youngins feel how I feel, that's for real, and I ain't proud to say it, baby, but we thuggin' for real. 
blood in the streets, they took your life on. Chopper cut him up, look like he went got light ball. Mama crying, got a clutching on her bike ball. Now they show you love, your Insta going viral. Blood in the streets, they took your life off. Now all your partners catching bodies from your rifles. Your ex depressed, she just find out she missed her psycho. That shit went viral. Graduated, now I'm back off in these streets. Yeah. Watch my review, niggas dying on IP. Yeah, what up? For 40, that shit turned me to a soldier Hate to say it, but I swear to God I told ya I finally got the strength to write, you need some closure We got problems too, you acting like we owe ya When you're down, don't nobody come around Your partner snitched, don't trust a soul in town Tried to visit, but my name ain't on your ground I'll be 60 when you're free, that took me down I'm living reckless like the Hulk, but heroes bleed too I'm gonna be straight despite the tragic that I've been through I see the hate all in they heart as if they see through Can't help but cry cause God, I need you Blood in the streets, they took the juice off Chasing hoes come with a price, you should've let her go Hit and run, the bitch ain't stop, she let you die slow Never seen my any cry, that shit hurt my soul Blood in the streets, they took my kinfolk I swear to God, I wish you would've let that bitch go Hit and run, the bitch ain't stop, she let you die slow Never seen my any cry, that shit hurt my you soul You believe me if I told you what been going on Since you passed Remember your hoe, she was a good hoe Had a baby by your brother, bro He the dad Yeah, 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 yeah. You won't believe me You won't believe me You won't believe me Yeah, remember your hoe, she was a good hoe by your brother, bro. He the dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love you too, man. All right, and we back from break. That was my man Pat B with testimony. Uh, so since we still talking about legacy, you know, we talked about a little bit about Dirk. We talked about my man Nipsey Hussle. Talked a little bit about our legacy. What about the legacy of WrestleMania? Because WrestleMania just happened, right? WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Mm. Seven hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I thought it'd be cool to bring in one of my homies. Uh, his name is Aaron A-Dub Anderson, you know, straight out of the, the D-Town, the 313. A-Dub. Uh, Embrace the Turn Up. He just started a new podcast, Embrace the Turn Up Podcast. All right. You know what I'm saying? Support and he, that. And he has a clothing brand called Embrace the Turn Up. So support so, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We all got to support our brothers because we're trying to have long le- legacies. You know what I'm saying? That's right. So, uh, hey, Ada, what up, bro? Yo, yo, what's poppin', yo? What's good? How you doing, man? I'm living, I'm living my best life, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Oh, yeah, of course. So I just want, you know, you, my man, Shad, and all that to you know, talk about WrestleMania. So I'm just going to let, you know, I'm going to let Shad take, take the road from here. All right. We're going to do, like, real speedy round of this. So what was your favorite match from that long WrestleMania? Oh, man. Oh, seven hours, right? That was yes. exhausting towards the end. 
Um, I got to go Kofi and Daniel Bryan, man. All the emotions, um, the false finishes, the, the New Day and Rollins involvement towards the end, and just when Kofi held that belt high, man, I should have tear. I'm not going to lie to you. Me too. Because finally, after the Attitude Era, we got another black champion. It, was, it feels right. It feels yes. Right. And, like, there's, there's other guys out there, you know. Everybody thought Bobby Lashley would be a guy. Dickie, obviously, is a guy in the future. But having it be Kofi just feels right because he's been there for so long. You know, you've read stories about his push being deferred and deferred. And he's just been grinding with the new day. And this one, it just felt right to me, to be honest. It was definitely well-deserved because I was just like, okay, when Kofi Kingston first came out and he was like the Jamaican guy and everything like that, they were pushing him so fast that I was like, okay, this guy's probably going to be WWE champion like in three or four years. And before you knew it, it was like 11 years that went by. So he definitely yeah, grinded for this one. Yeah. I mean, when he first started, I thought he was going to get the money in the bank and, you know, win that. But it just kind of stopped. And then weird starts and stops. He would win an IC title. He was in that weird uh, tag team with R-Truth. And like, you just didn't know if he was ever going to get to the mountaintop. And, I mean, you know, one door closes, another one opens. Mustafa Ali got hurt. And Kofi Mania started. I was actually at the SmackDown when Kofi ran the gauntlet. That was amazing to watch. That was amazing to watch, except for the end. It really sucked because I'm like, why did he have to go against yeah. Daniel Bryan? He already beat everybody. Like, what was the point? And he was like, literally, like the Randy Orton one is when I was like, kind of like, oh man, how are they gonna write this? But he beat him. So, thirteen time champ. Yeah, once you beat the thirteen time champ, it's like, all right, now you're in line for a title shot, no matter what anybody else says. There you go. Okay, now. Batista and Triple H. Um, Batista tripping and falling to the ring. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, the match, I mean, it was a spectacle match, so that's cool. I feel like Triple H finally understands that after five hours of watching, we don't want to watch a methodical Triple H match anymore. So he gave us a spectacle. I'm glad Dave got to go on his own terms. I mean, to me, it was nothing special. Even me too. I think I was tweeting through the most of it. Like, yeah, this is okay. Because he, um, only the end was kind of cool. Like when he jumped off the thing and when he jumped off the stairs and hit (laughs) with the sledgehammer. That was kind of funny. Like when Ric Flair and everybody came out. That was was a superman punch with the sledgehammer. Exactly. It was kind of cool. But other than that, I was like, ah. Because you could tell Batista was rusty. You could tell, like, Triple H has aged a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was how I felt about that match. The women's matches. Batista's actually older than Triple H. That's, and yeah. no one really realizes it. Yeah. But the women's matches, I was kind of disappointed in them. Um, to be honest, I, I, I like the main event. Um, I just like to finish, too. Because. You know, Becky kept saying, I'm going to tap him out, I'm going to tap her out. And that's what everybody was expecting. So to go for pinfall, even though it ended up being sloppy, like, boom. Because, you know, it, we all know it's scripted. So yeah. everybody's expecting them to go with the script. And for the tap out, for her to get the pinfall, to me, that means a little bit more. It's like, ah, you thought it was going to go to script, but, you know, it's WWE, anything can happen. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they left it open. Maybe Ronda come back one day. I don't think she is. 
But Becky Subelts is out here doing the doing the best work of anybody in the business right now. I'm yeah, now that now that's the only part I liked. But like the other, like what was I forgot what the um, battle royals called, but. I was like, uh, was, they just rushed just all those. Women. They just rushed all those women out, and I was like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, they didn't give them their own individual interests or anything. It was just really rushed. I didn't like that part. And low key though, Carmella's kind of racking up the accolades. Women's champion, Money in the Bank, Women's Battle Royal. And I'm still wondering why that, why she's getting a push. So what? <laughs> I'm still wondering why she's getting a push. Like I mean, she's getting pushes that women dream of. Yeah, I think I think they're just kind of keep her relevant or hot just in case something happens, and they're like, "We got somebody ready to go." Okay. Kind of, you know, keep them like on the back burner, you know, keep them on lukewarm. That way, if somebody fixes something, it's hot. We can just go. The sleeper um, woman woman competitor I like is Naomi, because literally when she was the champion, I was happy, but. Yeah, that just came and went, so that sucked. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to write stuff for Naomi because she's not the best mic worker in the world. I mean, she's clearly the most athletic of them, but she's not the best wrestler. So you put her against the Becky, Becky's going to take her all the way down, submit her quickly. I mean, unless she can, you know, get her athleticism off quick. And she can't talk with the likes of Becky or Sasha. You know, so it's hard with Naomi. She's somebody you just gotta just push her. Hey, she got some victories and she's gonna win a title match. Yeah, that's true. She'd be perfect for the million in the bank briefcase, if you ask me. Yeah, that's true. And the last one we'll talk about because again, we are not gonna talk about all seven hours of WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> I am so glad that they took the belt off of Brock, but I know why because he's literally about to go get his butt whooped again in UFC. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's cool. But yeah, I was. I'm always glad when Seth Rollins is the champion. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, Rollins. I mean, to be honest, I like the way they did it because it protects Brock if he ever wants to come back. Which again, I don't think he is either. But yeah, Seth Rollins having that belt is very important. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with the shakeup because I think they're moving Drew McIntyre to SmackDown, which is desperately needed. So I'm really very interested to see who Seth Rollins' first challenge is going to be for that belt. Yeah, me too. And well, I need, to, and I wonder what's gonna happen to Sasha Banks as well. I don't think she's leaving. I think she is, but we're definitely gonna talk about that on a later show. It was great talking yeah. to you, man. Like I said, we'll probably talk after the shakeup. Thank Absolutely, you for joining man. us, bro. Anytime, brothers. All right, appreciate you, oh, man. Real quick, I just wanted to ask one real quick question. Okay. Yo. Speaking of your thoughts on LeBron James, Ada. Oh, man. You mean the king of bitch assness? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. Ruined the Cavs twice. Um, ruined the Heat. They ain't been good since he left. And he, in one year, he set the Lakers back five years. That's his Imagine legacy. Johnson had to deal with, you know, the craziest things in the world. But couldn't stand LeBron James for a whole season. Luke Walton was like, Hey y'all, uh, is Magic, is LeBron gonna be a bitch next year? It's like, yeah, like, like, all right, I'm out of here. I got three rings. I don't need this shit. <laughs> I mean, fuck that guy, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, Josh. Why did you do this? That was a loaded question, Josh. I know. I was like, why did you do this? I know. I was like, why did you do this? 
But yeah, I, that, I was like, I was like, I, was like, I got to get that question in on Ato so everybody can 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 hear that. But we pre- appreciate you. Embrace the turn up. I got a whole tirade coming every Tuesday. Embrace the turn up. LeBron slander is quite prevalent. <laughs> okay, cool. Appreciate that, brother. Make sure y'all check out his podcast, Embrace the Turn Up. You know, come out every Tuesday um, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. So y'all see me post it. You know, Embrace the Turn Up all day, every day. So we're gonna go back to the legacy. I know your guys are gonna be like, so we talked about the LeBron's legacy, according to A Dub. We might as well answer a couple more questions on legacy. Oh, he, well, before we get into that last question, I think we should go ahead and talk about Dirk and Dwayne because their legacies have came to an end in the NBA. Yeah, but I also want to—I I do want to give a shout out to my man Channing Fry, who also retired. You know, he he did play for uh, the Cavaliers most recently, and that's his legacy. I played with LeBron James. <laughs> But hey, we, we still we still got to give him his flowers and his roses. You know, he, he still did did his thing uh, in the NBA. But uh, oh, oh 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 oh, another legacy. He did play with Kevin Love. Shout out to Kevin Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who Channing Fry is, bro. I'm sorry. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, <laughs> look, look I, I gave you two hints. He played with LeBron and K Love. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what years were these? Oh, Recently. Yeah. That's all I can say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Recently. Yeah, but uh, I've only became a fan because of his his podcast that he does with Richard Jefferson. I just think they're both just really hilarious. Yeah, Richard Jefferson, I believe, is retired already. Yeah, he yeah. retired. See, uh, I know last who that year. is because he played Jefferson. for the Mavericks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, Dirk and D Wade uh, legacy. I thought it'd be, that'd be good because you know the whole uh, back and forth between Miami and Dallas and all that. So, what do y'all think about Dirk and D Wade's legacies? They are both two very differently talented individuals, and they impacted the game of basketball in very dramatic ways. And I'm very sad to see D-Wade go because he was a very explosive and dynamic player, but I'm even more sad to see Dirk go because as long as I watch basketball, Dirk has been a Dallas Maverick. This next year will be the first time I ever watch an NBA game where Dirk won't be in the NBA, and that's just crazy for me. You mean to tell me that a man that literally scored as many free throws as the Dallas Mavericks in the 2006 finals is great? Man, I could go on some Stephen A. Smith stuff right now. Man, you know what? I'm going to calm down because D-Wade's gone. D-Wade ain't here no more. And just like uh, Mark Cuban said in his tribute video, I still hate you, but you were great. <laughs> but yeah. Dirk yeah. is a whole nother uh, thing for me. As I said earlier, I went to both the last home game and the last away game of his career. And it wasn't until I saw the tribute videos and I saw Larry Bird and Sean Kemp, Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, and all the other legends that were there. Right, right. That you did not, I just. It was, it's one of those things where it was fun while you're on the ride, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just came over me like, wow, this has been two decades of just greatness from this man that not only was a key part of the team, but he was a key part of the city. Right. Like in his charity work, like at, with the children, at um, Children's, uh, children's Hospital. Yeah. The Children's Hospital, yeah. Getting kind of emotional over here because, yeah, it's been a long week for me because, like I said, I've 
just been looking back on everything I got to, you know, experience with them, not just me, but other fans right. of the Mavericks. And I've, like, met a lot of people through the organization and a lot of other fans through this. And, yeah, his legacy for me is pretty much that he did unify the city and he did unify international fans to the game as well. That's very true. Yeah. You guys want to know my favorite uh, Dirk moment? Has Tell nothing us. to do with basketball. It's when I found out that he had a black wife. <laughs> Shout out to Jessica. <laughs> and you know when everybody Man. found out, it was that picture when he came in with that plate. Yup. Yup. Now I found out at the wedding when he was up there in the African guard. That too. And I said, dang, look at my brother Dirk. <laughs> Man. I knew, look, I knew he was cool. Like, I got a personal Dirk story that I'm going to tell of how I found out he was a brother. Let's do it. Let's the get, honorary let's brother. Mm-hmm. All right. Remember that video, like, where Obama was shaking all those people's hands, and then when he got the KD, he dapped him up? Mm-hmm. He did the exact same thing to me and my brother when we met him. He hugged all those people and shook all them hands. He saw me and my brother. He said, ah, and then started dapping us up. I said, yo, Dirk is down. Dirk is down. <laughs> <laughs> He was so happy to see us. He was like, he's like, he's like, okay, meeting, meeting. There they go, family reunion. You talking about like that Jordan Peele video when uh, he was playing uh, Barack Obama? He just walking through. He's like, hello, sir. Hello. My brother. My, come yes, here. Bring he it did. In. Bring it in. Dirk did exact that, bro. <laughs> I wish I was playing, but yeah, I was like, okay, this man is a legend. I just like how he was throughout his career. Like we were speaking on Nipsey Hussle, he's just always been a. Overall, overall good dude. He's always mm-hmm. been very positive. You know, he's very soft-spoken, but he's outspoken at the same time. And you don't find too many celebrities who reach that status and fame that has all that money and that can remain humble that way. And I am very much appreciative that he represented the, our city the way that he did. And that's another thing I liked about him. He kept his family close. That's right. He kept every, He kept everything in the family. Like, the only people that were outside of that was probably, like, the organization itself. So that's another thing to always look at. Keep your family close. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So who wants to uh, ask these last two questions that we have on Legacy? Oh, yeah. So um, basically I wanted to finish off some of these questions. Um, I'm going to ask you guys, do you love yourself? (laughs) Man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There you go. Oh yeah, you want me to? Uh, I can give you a yes or no answer. Then we can get out of here. Or I can go a little deep with it. Uh, we'll just keep it simple since you know we got We got to wrap. Keep it up. simple, stupid. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. All right. So the answer would be yes and no. The okay. reason being, you have to know yourself in order to love yourself. If yeah. you don't know who you are, then what are you loving? That's right. Oh, for me, that that took some years of yeah, like self discovery. You literally, I mean, you're going to have a time where you have to sit there and be like, who am I? That's right. And it's more than, you know, simply saying, oh, I want to do this when I grow up or I want to be this type of person. It's about what you were meant to do. Mm-hmm. What's your purpose here? And that leads us into the next question. I might as well ask it. But wait a minute. I'm just going to say that. Okay. It's good to have aspirations, though. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not saying, oh, don't, don't aspire for anything. So, so that's what we're just going to end it with that. But go ahead, man. So the last question, and I want everybody that's listening, that's listening to this podcast right now to sit 
and ask themselves this and don't try to come up with an answer just let it kind of meditate on your mind just let it soothe in and really find this you know purpose have you accepted that you have a purpose on this earth I'm learning there, there, there you go Because I didn't yes. hear you say anything that last one, So I'm like Oh well yeah I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll Yeah well, well, well I'll go back real quick um, For the do you love yourself I'm actually going through that Right now Learning to love myself And there you go. be happy about Everything in my life right now Finally So, <laughs> so I was like Finally Joshua <laughs> So personally I'm doing that Because like a lot of people Like even though I'm smiles It's like It's a lot of people like don't know that I don't share with people because I don't want to share it and don't feel like sharing. But like only like the close ones around me really, really know. So, but yeah, right now, just overall in like all aspects of my life, I'm learning to love myself about and trying to work on loving myself more. But uh, the, yeah, the, have you accepted you have purpose on earth? I'm learning that too. So yeah. But yeah, going back to Josh' answer, Negro, I've been telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I always try to talk to my fellas. We um, always make sure that we encourage each other. And that was definitely one thing that I've always told Josh because he's a great person. But I want him to know that he – I look, it's, it's one thing to hear it, but it's one – but it's another when you feel that way. Right. So that's why I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him that he is learning to love himself. That I'm part of – I'm, as you guys know, I go to this meditation on Sunday mornings, and the way that uh, my mentor puts it is people can tell you how to eat a mango or you can go get a mango for yourself and experience what it's like to eat a mango. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's two different things. You can know it, but do you live it? Mm-hmm. And so how much time before we have to get out of here? About right now, but definitely we're just you and I are just going to answer this, and then we're going to go to the last song, and that's how we're going to end it today. Yep. Right. Um, have I? I always say the same thing. God has a plan for you. I always say the same thing. And the reason I say this is because, I, again, back to my um, answer from the previous question, that's something I had to discover within myself, right. that there is a plan. How am I going to follow that plan? It's part of the journey. So you have to realize that you do have purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why I always tell you guys that. I'm always like, God has a plan for you. I even write that on my Twitter like every other week because I want people to realize that. You're sitting there, you feel stuck. It's just a part of the process. But you do have a purpose. Everyone has a purpose. I'm accepting that I have a purpose. I'm still trying to figure out what it is, but I know my purpose is to give back and not think and be for myself. That makes any sense to you guys. So with that being said, my purpose, first and foremost, is to learn what my purpose is, and that's becoming a whole person and knowing that I have the power to affect people. As you were saying earlier, when Mm -hmm. you were caught up in emotions when they named you the mentor of the year, you don't realize how you affect other people until the universe shows you how you affect other people. You just have to do your best and grind and keep going until you get to your victory lap. Yeah. Hey, nice little wrap back. up right there. Call back to earlier. Yeah. Back to the title of the show. I y'all, like that. Y'all know, y'all know how I do. Yeah. But um, I also want to shout out Scotty Beam because she's the reason I found these questions. She posted on her Instagram, and I was like, yo, this is exactly 
what I need to ask for the episode because she was tweeting about um, Nipsey Hussle and she was like, yo, I want everybody to ask these questions to themselves. So shout out to Scotty Beam on uh, Twitter and Instagram because she's how I got the questions. So um, I guess we're going to wrap up right now, fellas. With the last song. song. All right. So we're going to end it with this last song. It's K-Dog, I Stay Lit. I heard this on Inaudible Ruckus podcast. Shout out to my man, Lo. I don't know where this dude is from. I don't know anything about him. I just know I hit up Lo. was like, yo, send me this track. I love it. (laughs) So this is K-Dog, I Stay Lit. I Stay Lit, 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 Lit. Yeah. And we out. What it do, what it do. This your boy, Straight Money K-Dog. And this right here is I Stay Lit. Yo, 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 Like Kimbo, cause I'm always slicing. Uh, Duck left, right hook, call me Rocky. Answer my chest, cause I walk around cocky. Yeah. In the club, blasting off like a rocket. Yeah. No weed or drink, no one in my cockpit, naturally. Nobody can stop me. Like the human torch, y'all boys can't off me. People don't wanna see me on. Ticking, ticking, ticking like a bomb. Countdown coming with a bang. Karate kicking haters, Liu Kang. Throwing missiles, but they always miss. Call the fireman, my fire's lit. NASCAR flow, vroom, vroom. I'm hitting haters with a funny boom. I say, Lily, Lily. It's crazy. Let me go on and tell them I'm about to come through like Superman and I'm feeling amazing. Make them say, uh, nine and nine. I'm limit power like mystical, screaming, not danger. Them haters be talking down. They trying to beat me up. It's morphin' time power with Rangers. Cowabunga, yeah, I'm feeling gnarly. I don't need Mary or the Molly. Turned up to that Mad Max like a fire at a camp party. Crock man, crock man, crock man. Coming hot and I'm blazing. I'm turned, I'm turned, I'm turned up. I'm charged up. Super Saiyan. I stay lit, 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 lit.
on another level. Push the pedal to the freaking metal. I turned up just like heavy metal. Black.